0: The Spirit of Wisdom. We talk about the Holy Spirit uh, as we conclude, as we finish our sermon series on the Holy Spirit and how uh, the Holy Spirit has always been in our presence ever since uh, God created the world and even before. The Holy Spirit has always, always been uh, part uh, of this creation and of God's thoughts and mind and so I'd like to read to you one scripture this morning, and I'm actually going to read one verse before that. It says, There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide uh, by what he hears with his ears, but with the righteousness he will judge the needy. With the justice he will give uh, decisions for the poor, um, of the earth he will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth with the breath of his lips he will sl- he will slay the wicked the righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist and i read just so far but i want to highlight one one verse and it says the spirit of wisdom and of understanding the spirit of wisdom and understanding. And I wonder if you know, as I know, what wisdom is and how we get wisdom or who has wisdom. And so I want to read to you a few examples of children who have the most amazing wisdom ever. Because out of the mouth of babes, we can find so much truth. And so just listen to these. Patrick, age 10, said, Never trust a dog to watch your food. (laughs) Michael, 14, said, When your dad is mad and asks you, Do I look stupid? Don't answer him. (laughs) Tim, age 12, said, Never tell your mom her diet's not working. Andy, age 9, said, stay away from prunes. (laughs) You should be a lot older than that, Um, but very wise words. Uh, Then Lauren, age 9, said, felt markers are not good to use as as lipstick. (laughs) Joel 10 said, don't pick on your sister when she's holding a cricket bat. (laughs) And Eileen, age 8, said, never try to baptize a cat. (laughs) And so wise words from wise children, and I'm sure they've been been filled by the Holy Spirit. And they have received that wisdom. And I so often wish we as grown-ups would see and just hear and just engage with children because they are very wise sometimes, a lot wiser than what we are. So this, this morning I read to you a scripture from, from Isaiah and these verses of wisdom, uh, are very important because wisdom is something that, that God gives us or that God, uh, gives the Holy Spirit to actually give us. And so I wonder if it is actually possible that wisdom is, is portrayed through the holy spirit that wisdom and the holy spirit is same that it's a personality trait that we receive from from the holy spirit but that you can't really uh, you can't really distinguish between the two and i'll tell you why so you know that the holy spirit gives us the fruits of the spirit okay and wisdom is very similar to that, those fruits. And listen to you. Wisdom is pure. Wisdom is pure. The Holy Spirit being God is 100% pure. Spotless. Without any dirt. Pure. Wisdom manifests peace. The fruit of the Spirit is also peace. Wisdom is gentle. The fruit of the Holy Spirit produces it in our life, that gentleness, how to be gentle. Wisdom is willing to yield. Sounds very much like humility. And we remember that Jesus humbled himself so that he could die on the cross for us. Wisdom is meekness, which means being under control or self control in a sense. Wisdom is full of mercy. Jesus was full of mercy. And so we know that as the Spirit is part of Jesus, that there could be no other but mercy. Wisdom is full of good fruits. And we know that the Holy Spirit continuously gives good fruits and continuously shows us the way. In James 1 verse 5 to 6, James writes, If any of you lack wisdom, You should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. How often have we asked God to lead us? How often have we asked God just to show us the way or to give us the wisdom in a specific situation that we need, where we find ourselves in and yet how often do we actually believe that God can help us? James writes, he says, ask for wisdom. Ask and he will give it to you. But if you doubt it, It's useless. It's nothing. And so often we get that wrong. So for me is wisdom and, and you can't distinguish, you can't separate wisdom and the Holy Spirit. Because the Spirit will always lead, lead us in amazing ways. I think of King David, who was, who was filled with the Spirit. We know he was filled with the Spirit and that he was in the presence of the Lord day and night. He prayed and worshiped God all the time. He built the tabernacle so that the people could come and worship God 24 hours a day, where they could come 365 days for so many years that he was in control, that people could do that. That he was filled by the Spirit. That he wrote 150 of the Psalms that we read today. That he was filled with the Spirit, with the wisdom of what God is and who God is and what God can do for you and for me. And as a good father, he left that wisdom. He continuously told his son, Solomon, about God and God's wisdom. Like our father tells us. And leaves us to the Holy Spirit, so that it can it can bring wisdom and understanding to us. These are the last words of, of of David, and it's taken from 2 Samuel 23, verse 1 to 4. It says, "The inspired utterance of David, son of Jesse, the utterance of the man exalted by the Most High, the man anointed by God of Jacob, the hero of Israel's song." The Spirit of the Lord spoke through me. His word, his words were on my tongue. The God of Israel spoke. The rock of Israel said to me, When one ruler over people is righteous, when he rules in fear of God, he is like the light of the morning at sunrise, on a cloudless morning, like the brightness after rain that brings grass from the earth. David must have been an amazing man. And yet, he failed numerous times. Even though the wisdom that he had received, the wisdom, his son received even greater wisdom. Solomon was the, was, was, was the guy that wrote the Proverbs. And if you read Proverbs from the first four chapters, it's filled with, with stories about wisdom and how to treat people and how to love and how to encourage. Solomon at, uh, Solomon at one stage, had two women prostitutes standing in front of him and one's child had died at the, uh, the, uh, the night before and the other was still alive and there was this fighting about whose child it was. We know the story. One was dead and one was alive. And Solomon goes and he says, okay, well, maybe we should cut the baby in two and each one of you take half. And the real mother says, no, please don't kill my son give it to this other woman so that he, she can look after and and by doing that solomon knew exactly who the real mother was and the people rejoiced and the people shouted out where did he get that wisdom from and that wisdom came from from the holy spirit that wisdom was filled onto him and he was he was filled like like we could be filled with the holy spirit today With wisdom and understanding. Being able to deal with situations which is out of our control. Like when somebody is ill. When we have no control over that person that is ill and that we have to leave it in somebody else's hands to look after. But we receive the grace. We receive that ability to have the wisdom and understanding to to say it's going to be okay. I'm going to be able to get through this. But sometimes, sometimes we just, we rely <coughs> on ourselves to make it better. But sometimes we just have to say, let God, God, just do what you do. Let me just be able to deal with it differently. In South Africa, there's a lot happening. We need to let God do what God does. We need to, these wisdom, fill the leaders of our country somebody and maybe he fills us so that we can understand just a little bit more Solomon received wisdom from the Holy Spirit and this is what he wrote in Proverbs 4 verse 1 to 9 he says hear my children the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding for I give you good doctrine do not forsake my law when I was my father's son tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, Let your heart reign, my uh, retain my words, keep my commands and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you, love her and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom and in all your getting get understanding exalt her and she will promote you she will bring you honor when you embrace her she will place on your head an, a, 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 an ornament of grace a crown of glory she will deliver to you and i just want to say to you today that in every situation we go through we place god first if you place God first and you ask for wisdom, he will lead you. He will lead you in the right direction. He will, he will bring you through that situation that you find yourself in, that there's no way that you could get out of that situation. He makes us choose the right decisions. Every, every decision we take, we should actually offer to God. And ask him for his wisdom, and yet we do not do that. Henry Ford asked um, one of his uh, one of his friends, electrician genius Charlie Steinmetz, to build a generator for his factory. And Steinmetz went, and he'd built this generator, and it was huge, and it worked like a charm, and just one day, it broke down. One day it broke down and um, Ford got his, his his mechanics to go and have a look and they couldn't fix it. And so he called Steinmetz and he came and tinkled, uh, you know, just worked on it for a couple of hours. Um, and he tinkered here and there and then he switched it on and it worked. And the generator just fell into place and everything was well. But Steinmetz sent Ford a bill for ten thousand dollars. And so Ford phoned him and said, What what's going on? Why? You only you only tinkered for a couple of hours. And this is what he's what Steinmetz said. For tinkering with a generator cost you ten dollars. For the wisdom to know where to tinker cost you nine thousand nine hundred and ninety dollars so sometimes we we can do a lot on our own. And most of the time, when we do it on our on our own, it doesn't always work out. It doesn't always have a smooth outcome. And a lot of the time, I've done this in my past, a lot of people would get frustrated with me. A lot of people would get upset with me. A lot of people would... You would be very angry with me when I've done something on my own accord without asking God for His wisdom. And so today I would like you to know that the Holy Spirit has always been there and is yet today. And the Holy Spirit will lead you in everything that needs leading. For every decision we have to take, the Holy Spirit will guide us. And so I ask you today to pray that the Holy Spirit will fill you with his wisdom. Let us pray. Mighty God, we just say thank you, Lord. Thank you that your spirit is always available. That you are available to us now. That you gave your wisdom, not just to Solomon, but also to David, to be able to worship you, to adore you, to teach us How to do exactly that? We come today into your presence, Lord, and just say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, that your wisdom, you say, is is available to us. All we need to do is ask. And so, Holy Spirit, we ask you today, bring your wisdom to us. shed your wisdom on each and every one of us so that we too, can be more like you, Lord. We can never be you, Lord, but your wisdom, your spirit is all the same. And so lead us now, we pray. We pray for our church leaders, Lord. We pray for every denomination, every church, every institution that believes in you, Lord. We pray as a church universal that you will revive us today. We pray, Lord, for our families. We pray, Lord, for those that are ill today, that you will just give the doctors, the nurses, the specialists the the ability to do the things they have done, that it will be the right outcome. We pray especially also today for our government. We pray, Lord, for wisdom. We pray, Lord, for God-fearing leaders to take up your your place to take up what you what you stand for, Lord. We pray for our our world, which is in turmoil at the moment, Lord. We know that there's war all over. We know, Lord, that there's hunger. We know, Lord, that there's pain. That there's there, that there's all kinds of things happening. But today, Lord, we pray for wisdom, for knowledge, um, for your love to hail above everything else. And so we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.